Taco, why'd you say you were beating your meat to scissor, bro? Yeah, yeah uh, 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 nah, bro. It was, it was a typo. I got hacked. I got hacked. You were speaking. Oh, I got hacked. It's okay. <laughs> oh, my fucking God, man. Why'd she delete fine. that picture so damn fast? No worries. I got the screenshot, my boy. <laughs> she had it up there for three minutes. You're a nasty nigga. More than enough. More than enough for me to do my business. What? <laughs> like, how oh, is it like yeah. instant for you to just like screenshot something? Sometimes you get that sense, you know. Especially if it's SZA. Come on now. The nigga, there's a nigga in the comment. One of the other pictures. He said, well, "She's she's a bring back the. He's a bring it back. <laughs> nigga, <laughs> it's probably tacos all. I feel it. I feel it. Oh no. Nah. Oh. Bro. A lot of people got off, and you know, I'll, I'll just say that a lot of people got off. What the me. fuck what is wrong with this nigga, man? Bro, I didn't, I didn't know they fucking canceled that shit in uh, in Houston. That Playboy Cardi thing, they were going crazy, and they canceled the whole thing. I felt bad for them niggas. I saw some shit that um, some niggas skip parole to go to that show, and Cardi didn't even show up. What? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, bro, my my curfew was at nine p.m. Bro, it's ten, bro," and they all started cheering, and Cardi didn't show up. That nigga yeah, he, for no reason. But I mean, he's been late to every show, I think, or something like that. It's just that the niggas notoriously late. They were they were fighting or something. They were like fighting, fighting, and the police were like, "Nope, y'all going home and shut well, the." Yeah, I heard they they closed because people were rushing to the gates and like, yeah, they even open. And that's literally the reason why they like shut down. Like that's what I, mean, I get it. You know, people are just stupid. They always do it. Guy, I could. There's a. I have a mutual on Twitter. I didn't went to school. I think I went to school with her in high school, actually. And she was like, "Yeah, I was pissed. I was looking forward to this shit all week, and just for this shit to happen." I said, "Damn, I feel bad." After she got a refund, she didn't reply. So I don't think they got refunds either. They fucking down. Fuck terrible. No. Once you pay for that shit, they don't give a fuck about you. Damn, bro, man. just like my fucking Isaiah Rashad concert, bro. Like literally, like three songs of Isaiah Rashad. Boom, brainstorm. We all gotta go. I did not see a nickel back, bro. No what nickel the back. What? How much did you pay? It was like forty five dollars. Forty five plus the train, That's not that bad. Which is like another twenty. What the? Uh, plus the subways. Plus the. Oh yeah, when you start adding shit in. Oh yeah, I said at least a hundred dollars I spent that day. Jesus Christ! To just show up and then they canceled it immediately. <clears throat> not immediately. I mean, they had like two opening acts, and then like two. You know, we got like J Rock, SZA came out for like a single song. Azera shot performed like four songs max. And that's it. Here we had to go, but there was at least an hour left to the show. Wait, but wait, see, y'all, wait, y'all were outside. Uh, y'all were inside. No, I mean they can't. Yeah, it, the it was a, it was a rooftop. It's a rooftop place uh, next to the. Oh. Room. I would say like, why, why, why did rain stop it? But yeah, okay. Yeah. Wait, did you get to see SZA? Yeah, she came. She she came out like she did like a song. Uh, with the Zara Shen, and literally, like, they were about to perform, an, like, another song. Like, literally right after that song, and then that's, like, your, uh, Zara Shen was like, yo, uh, you know, we gotta end the show, you know, the, the, it's storming, you know, it's raining, we gotta end the show. Literally, like, blue balls, like, I, I saw one, one song of SZA, and that's it. Bro, so ass. I would've just ran, I would've ran on stage and did my thing. I ain't gonna hold you. Hey, yo. Wait, what, what the fuck does that mean? What are you talking about? Wait a second. I mean, me too, shit. But what, what, you... what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> what what do you mean, run on stage and do your thing? Nigga, don't just re-say the sentence. What would you have done to SZA? You know? No. <laughs> what? Oh, bro. Oh, my fucking. 
Why are y'all niggas oh, fiending over this girl, bro? Hey, hey, bro. Nah, we 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 nigga, it was years, you bro. talking. You screenshotted the picture she what had up for mean? thirty seconds, no bro. What oh evidence, my bro. god, this nigga, bro. Y'all are fiending. Nah, bro, we got to have the horniest podcast today. I'm doing my thing this episode. I don't give a fuck. What are you doing? <laughs> I just want to know what what you oh, mean by hey. going upstairs and doing it. You know. Oh my god. <laughs> y'all, y'all are under arrest. Yeah, yo, me and Jess, me and Jess, halfway up. That boat, hey, uh, that. Right, yeah, halfway on your way to fucking jail. Why are you saying shit like that? What are you talking about? I, I'm yeah. just talking about taking the microphone and singing, bro. They cut up the concert. Karaoke, yeah, what karaoke. you gonna sing? What you gonna sing? Ah. Well, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna sing something uh, high pitch, you know? I'm for sure what? getting my. Getting what? <laughs> nothing, bro. Nothing, bro. <laughs> we have so much sadness to talk about this episode. Y'all niggas want to start it off horny. We're not having a horny episode? Fuck, man. Bro, niggas are dying, bro. Alec Baldwin out oh, here killing know. niggas like a damn serial killer. Everybody's die dying. Every day, bro. Uh, bro, but Alec Baldwin is out killing niggas. He don't care anymore. Are we surprised? Is he in jail? Is he in jail Alec yet? Hell no. Man, nah, they talked about that shit for a day, and they're like, nah, you good to go, bro. You got it. Hell no. I got to see this shit now. <laughs> what you I mean? mean? Like, listen, listen some I'm people kidding. are like, I, I understand it. Like, when it comes to, um, you know, people wanting him to get punished or whatever. But listen, oh, the other side of it, you know, them him them, him not wanting to get punished. Because, oh, it's the it's the people in charge of the, in charge of the, the you know, the weapons, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it... I don't see any reason why he would fire a you know prop gun at a uh, a the cinematographer, even even in their direction. Like, how does that make sense? Like, he would have to be pointing at her, and like the director would have to be right next to her in order for them to get injured or killed. Like, mm-hmm. if, if you're doing it, like if you're doing it in scene, <laughs> you know, if you have to fire it in scene, then the the, pers- the fellow actor or actresses would get hurt. Why did the cinematographer get killed, and why did the director get shot? Get That's that nasty ass nigga out of here! Did y'all hear what the movie was about? Uh, the, movie, the movie was about fucking. All right, so this dude that's trying to get his his son off a falsely accused murder or an accidental murder. I uh, see. He, he took the road to heart. Okay, it's literally the oh, exact same thing that happened. Okay, I respect. It, I respect it. People are fucking savages, cause yo. Not even, not even twelve hours, bro. I, I saw that news. I was hanging out with my boy. I, I saw that news. We were in the car talking. Then I dropped, I dropped him off. You know, we had a meal or whatever. I dropped him off. I, I saw the news on my phone. That was like eleven p.m., bro. I got home. It was like twelve o'clock. They already had them damn TikTok memes. Like, oh, you're Alec Baldwin. Like, what the fuck? Like, Wait, what were that- they? What were they saying on TikTok? It was like, it was like a meme. It was like, oh, when you tell your girl. Uh, you only fire blanks, and then it, it morphs oh the dude's face to like Alec Baldwin. Like, what, what is fuck? wrong like, with even, niggas? Hour, Why how did they think Why of that shit so damn fast? What is wrong with these I have niggas? No idea. Nah, but you gotta realize that, like, I mean, they, they already said that on Twitter, like, anything can be made a joke. Like, anything can be made. Like, if people are joking about 9 11, they're joking about anything. Like, it don't fucking matter. Niggas just, it's just crazy. This is so funny how niggas just don't give a fuck about anything. Like, what is wrong with these niggas, man? Man, somebody just died and niggas are making jokes and shit about it. Alright, rest in peace and peace though. That's, that's gotta suck. Like I, she she posted on her Instagram, I think the day before, 
like so excited to work on the movie and everything Fuck. and she like gets killed the next day like that that fucking sucks so like you know uh, thoughts to her family and you know the family of everyone involved because that's that's just fucking wild i can't imagine while we giving out rest in peace also rest in peace to snoop dogg's mom she just passed away like 30 minutes ago for sure rest in peace and prayers for that family condolences as that's a huge hit Fuck. Rest in peace. i think he i think he's like or like the way he put it like he, he definitely he probably like he probably not expected it but he was like it's kind of like it's kind of like how you when your when your grandpa passed it was like he like everybody she I bet she like was like preparing him for it so I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure they're doing their thing. The thing so is, whenever you start getting older, I think your family is kind of always prepared for it. Especially like I think they said she was ninety something. Like you're for sure preparing for something if if that that set early for sure. I think she Snoop used to put her in like I don't know if he did like. Um, it's maybe just like a false memory that's coming up, but I'm pretty sure he like he had her in like his like own shows or like you know skits or whatever that he's done. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I've seen like her face before because I know you sent the link. But uh, yeah, now rest in peace, rest in peace. Yeah, that's Uncle Snoop. So it's just like somebody that's just so big. Like it's just crazy. Uh, whenever you see human human like stuff happen to them, because you know shit can happen to anybody. Yeah, for sure. Rest in peace to his mom. I guess we go ahead and introduce this shit. What is good, y'all? This is the Here and Now podcast. We finally got a fucking name for this shit. We got Taco. We got Jazz. What's good, family? Yes, sir. What's good? What's good? Pop. What's Pop? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, hell no. It's the Here and Now podcast. Y'all some other shit. Y'all some. It is 8, 12 p.m. on the East Coast. Ladies and gentlemen, Everybody, we have Jez, we have Taco, we have Who the fuck is our damn audience? Zombies? Why are you screaming like that? Oh, it's Halloween next week. Barely. You right, you right. Yes, sir. Fuck. We're going to start with highs and lows. Who going first this time? Fuck. You go first. You go. You never go first. I went first uh, last week. Last week, yeah. No, you did not. I did. Yeah. Look at you lying. Fuck. For sure, sneaking your ass. All right, well, lows. I guess Jazz trying to sneak me. I didn't even have a fucking low, bro. But my high, my high trumps probably any high that I've had. I released merch this week. About fucking time, bro. I'm very satisfied. Shit clean. That shit clean. You know, Thank it's clean. Drop in the comments. Drop in the comments. What? What? Uh, what, what color hoodie? What color? Uh, uh Any pack. All that shit. Hoodies, hey, backpacks, all that shit, bro. But yeah, I'm very, very satisfied with that shit. Um, worked all night on that shit. And finally, finally glad for that shit to be out. Thank God. Yeah, I don't really have any lows, honestly. My lows kind of just work because it was f- so fucking stressful this week. But other than that, no, I'm good, honestly. What about y'all? Is this, wait, is this next week going to be the same? Like, how much you're working? Or are they going to be, you know, lighting up the load? Nah, it's just that certain weeks we got to cook like a, like way fancier food. And it just takes a lot longer for some reason. So it's just. I mean, like, sometimes we got to either make, like, sometimes we do normal shit like hot dogs, uh, grilled cheese, fries, green beans, asparagus, shit like that. But then we got to do fucking, like, swordfish and shit the next week. Like, it's just stupid shit sometimes, but it just depends on the workload of the week, honestly. But, I mean, other than that, I had a pretty good week. Just stressful. Are you any closer to, like, finding finding another alternative instead of working? Or not yet? I mean, I'm not really looking because it's a good job. But, I mean, if I find somewhere that works from home, like if somebody just so happens to tell me that, oh, yeah, bro, you get this job right here and 
you barely got to do anything. You get paid like $20 an hour, bro. Yeah, I'm for sure taking that shit. But I mean, right now, I mean, I don't think there's in, any better alternatives unless something just falls in my feet. Which, I mean, at that point, it's just the world speaking, so. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What about y'all? How y'all doing? Let's go. Let's talk about you. Go. You go, bro. Yes, sir. I, I, you know, I always got to go second. All good. All good. But, uh, so, yeah. No, this week, I, uh, I'm going to start off with the low. Listen, low, I am still, I don't know if y'all could tell. It's, it's getting a little bit better, but I'm still sick as shit. Well, I'm mean, not necessarily sick. I just have, like, a cough because I had, like, a whole ass. Uh, what was it? Like a whole ass cold last week. Uh, I thought it was COVID. I went to get tested. That shit is not COVID. So it's just it's just another nuisance. Just annoying right now. But uh, that's what it was. Um, as far as the lows goes, of course, I still have this cough. Apparently, it's like I checked the CDC website, all that shit. Apparently, it's like after your last cold symptom, like seven to ten days. Now it was like ten to fourteen days actually. Um, after the last cold symptom is when your cough is going to go away. So I had my last cold symptom last Sunday. So it's been seven days. So if nothing changes from like now to like Wednesday or like the end of the week, I might be, I don't know, you know, you know, you know, shit, you know, hopefully, hopefully shit goes away. You know, this shit fucking sucks. Anyways, that's my little. <laughs> I mean, do you know why high. you're sick? What is it? Nah, it, it was just uh, literally right now. It's, I don't have anything. I don't have a fever. I don't have anything. It's just a cough. So I my, I be coughing sometimes like just a little bit, and like it's like spurts during the day, and then like at the uh, usually at night like when I was in a, the VC with Jez earlier, uh, I was like coughing dying because for like a good damn. five minutes it it got bad. Yeah, I mean it's just that, but um, no, I had like a cold like last week. It was just like you know sniffles, uh, you know phlegm, you know throat hurting, all that shit. It, like right now it's literally yeah, just cough, pee burn, shit like that, normal shit. Uh, uh, huh? Wait, you, nah, yeah, you said bro. sniffles, fever, pee burning, uh, headache, all that shit, bro. Nah, I, I didn't say I didn't say pee burning, but but uh, anyways, <laughs> um, uh, the high, um, yeah. Let me think. Let me think. It's been a long ass week, so I, I'm, I'm trying to think of a high. I, I would just say pro- my high is probably just taking it easy uh, the past few days, you know, especially with the cough. Um, I my dumbass went out last week. To, you know, to chill and hang out, just you know, you know, go to go to a little bar too, you know, and just you know, mac around, mac around, you know, talk to, talk to a few people. Yeah, so uh, actually, was not a good idea because it was I was fucking sweating, dancing, and everything, and then I got outside. It was fucking three degrees, so that shit definitely did not help. Anyways, that's probably my high. It's just taking it easy the past few days. Jazz, tell me how you been, bro. What's good, Jazz? Um. I, I ain't gonna hold you. This week was kind of ass to like yeah. maybe Saturday. I wasn't like a huge low. Like you know, I, you know, y- y'all know me. I don't, I don't be coming on here trying to just bring all the ne- negative and bad energy to nobody in here because I know we, we all dealing with our own separate stuff. But I don't know. I was just in a rut, just in my own head too much. Just huh, I don't know. I just felt lost. I ain't gonna. I just felt lost. But then I think like whenever we have like, I, that's why I look forward to like. Uh, the weekends in here because we always do like at least like one like big group thing. So I won't say Friday because Friday we watched that movie. That, that shit was kind of <laughs> <shit was, laughs> nah. Y'all are saying that y'all like that shit. Don't try to act like you're scared now. I fell asleep during the. I, I, I was scared. Was, I wasn't scared. I was just like over it by like nigga. I was, I was scared. I don't, I'm not even afraid to admit that shit. What the fuck was that damn movie? 
I'm not even going to say that shit on here because, I mean, if, y- if y'all are there, y'all are there. But we watched some fucking some yeah, torture yeah. porn, basically. That shit was crazy. That shit was, that shit was way too much. But Saturday was fire. That, that's what brought my mind because we all was, we were playing Minecraft and shit. We were doing our thing. That shit was fun. So when we have stuff like that, it kind of brings me up. I'm hoping that Corey still posts Super Scary Sunday. That shit was always cool to watch. But, um, yeah, I, I feel better now. But, like, up till Friday, I was... I don't know, especially especially this week. This week I had like a, I had a week off of school because of fall break. So we I've been I've been chilling at home since Monday. I don't know. I was just lost. Wait, it's like but try I, to elaborate I, on that. What do you mean? Or what do you mean by I, lost? I, I was being my own too. I'm like I'm stuck at home and stuff because I'm I'm in a, I'm still in a new city. I'm still in, I'm in San Antonio, so I don't really know people here. And I, I don't. I mean, I wasn't really going out too much in during Houston either, obviously, because that was when COVID was still like at its peak. But now that you know, I'm going to school in person and everything, I'm in San Antonio. So, like, I mean, of course, COVID's still going on, but it's not as prevalent. I don't think it's as, it's as prevalent over here. I know you said, like, Georgia was peaking with, like, oh, like a few months back. But I think, like, COVID finally is maybe, like, stabilizing. I don't want to say it's decreasing or nothing. But, you know, of course, still wear your mask and everything. Yeah, but, I don't hear about that shit at all over here anymore. But, I mean, media is just so selective about what they talk about, but... That's neither here nor there, I guess. Yeah, but uh, I guess just being stuck at home and stuff and not being able to get out. I'm still trying to get my license fully because COVID put a stop to that, too. Like, COVID really just, like, messed up a lot of stuff that I didn't think I was going to be going to touch. Like, like it took me, like, two-plus months just to get my new Social Security card. Like, it just fucked up a lot of, like, just processes. So I'm just still, like, trying to just get back on track with everything. I should have my license... That's another thing, too, because I, I try to schedule my appointment to get my permit over here in San Antonio. But they're not. They're stuck. I guess I guess because my sister always said that San Antonio is very, very lazy compared to like Houston or other cities. I, I didn't know what she was talking about. until so I was trying to set an appointment and they're talking about like the first one they can give to me is all the way in December. But when I was in Houston, they were saying that like I could I could schedule one like the next day at any time. So I was like, how is it over here? That y'all talking about some. I have to schedule an appointment to well, like, a, and the appointment's not long. It's like you just go in there, you bring all your stuff, you give it to them, they give you your permit. So it's like, why is it taking that long to like December, almost January even of, of next year? But if I was in Houston right now and I go schedule an appointment, I can schedule one tomorrow, the next day after that, the same day even sometimes. So that that's kind of like so I have to wait till I go back to Houston in November for Thanksgiving and get my permit finally. And then hopefully by like Christmas time, I have my license finally. I really need it so for my next semester, so I can start driving myself to school and stuff. It's um, this is I guess it's a bunch of, it's a bunch of things to worry about and stuff like that. But you know, I, I'm doing better now. Uh, that's the best. Uh, I guess that's the that's what matters most. Yeah, these ruts definitely suck. I mean, whenever they say when they say when it rains it pours, like I used to think that was bullshit, but like. When one bad thing happens in your life, 25 bad things come right after that. Like like Murphy's Law. Yes, bro. Like, whatever will go bad has, like, will definitely go bad. So, like, that's why we all got to be here for each other, man. I mean, y'all, I don't want you to feel like you can't bring your problems to us because you think it'll bring negativity to us. Like, we, we definitely still want to hear if you're going through anything. I mean, you don't got to, like, be scared for our energy and stuff like that if you're feeling bad. That's what we here for at the end of the day, just for you to talk to, even if it's something small. I, mean, I tell you, I tell y'all about small shit all the time, but you know, 
It's just we gotta we gotta be okay with talking to each other, especially as men, especially as black men. Further than that, but definitely, definitely, I'm glad you're feeling a lot better. I appreciate that. Thank you. For sure, for sure. All right, y'all, we gotta. Uh, yeah, yeah, it has your highest. Well, you said it was oh. for a movie night thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, not the movie night, but the Minecraft night. Fuck that movie night. <laughs> that movie was some other shit. Bro, we don't go back yeah. down at here. Let's go back to a Caroline, bro. Caroline or some, you know, Child's Play. Child's yeah, Play. Just, yes. just to explain what we're doing, like we're not just watching just weird ass movies for no reason, y'all. Like just so you know, I'm gonna kind of explain it. Um, we found this iceberg of like bad movies, but not bad movies, but scary movies. You know, tier one was like your screams, your insidious stuff like that. Tier two is your human centipedes, and now we're on tier four, and that I, I might tap out right now because like this shit, this is damn near like actual real scuff shit. Like I don't know what the fuck is going on. Niggas were just in there like, man, this shit not even real, man. I love this shit. Ah, do it again, do it. Like what the fuck are y'all good? Tier twelve, tier twelve, tier twelve. What is wrong with these niggas? If that was tier four and there's like five more left, nigga, I don't know. Bro. I might just I might just peer in the, in the VC and just do some other shit. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We're going back down to tier. I'm not because thing is, it's, it's, it's better when we're all in the like when all the kids in VC too, and like we watching like a, we can all watch a movie together. That's just more fun, anyways. That shit was fucking whack. It was like, just what, fucking I, scary. But the what do you mean? I could barely even like, I couldn't even wrap my mind around what the fuck I was seeing. Like, I have never seen some shit like that in my damn life. I haven't either. Let me, let me not say I'm like, oh yeah, I've watched the show all the time. I haven't either. But I guess I'm just so desensitized. I've seen like not similar things, but I've seen like crazy shit. I'm just just random. Like I'd be on Twitter. I told you about that. That's why I was t- that's why like that one day when it happened, I was trying to tell you. I was I was trying to like tell you like ex- like extensively because it was you know it's some traumatic shit. But there was some like I guess this homeless man climbed up a crane. I don't know how why they but he climbed up a crane all the way to the top and he fell off that shit that shit was the most like what the fuck he jumped he hit the yeah no he just fell off like i guess he he was like they said he was like you know drunk or like and i was out of it he was climbing that shit, like it was like some goddamn monkey bars and then fell off that bitch and just hit the ground in the middle of the freeway i was like what the fuck that shit was the most horrific shit did y'all hear so about I, so like just just speaking on recording and shit like that did y'all hear about what the fuck happened in, i think it was new york this week I'm pretty sure it was New York about um, apparently there was this woman on this subway with a lot of people. And like this man came up and just started, you know, trigger word and everything. But um, he just started R wording her just like in front of everybody. And all the people were doing was just sitting there was recording it. Nobody jumped in and stopped. Like at first he was just sexually harassing her and like grabbing her and stuff. But then this man started just full on doing it in front of everybody. And everybody was just recording it instead of stopping him. What the fuck is going on to where niggas are just watching that happen and recording it? I never understood that. I, I get one that people would say, like, oh, like, when the police officer is doing some shit and they, they record instead of, you know, going out because the, the nigga has a gun, he can shoot you. I get that part. But, like, something like that, that's like a, you know, I'm, I'm punching that nigga. Like, what the fuck? Like, what are we doing? Like, why are we letting that shit happen? Like, what's the, what the hell? I just feel I like a lot of humans. It has to do with, I was just going to say a lot of it has to do with, um, it's like a psychological type of thing because I, I remember learning this in school um something about like bystander intervention like um it like a bunch of studies apparently of people you know um i'm not sure if it was people in like apartment buildings or you know there was something happening outside and people were just turning on their lights you know looking outside um you know at this person getting attacked and something that like i guess it's like like i said it's like a psychological thing like you have to like a, the person getting attacked, the person, you know, the victim involved, 
like they said that that person has to like tell you know the bystanders like hey you pointing at them like oh call nine one one or blah 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 for people to take initiative because if people don't you know don't do that like aren't called out to take initiative they'll just watch you know obviously whether it's in shock or whether they're too scared to get involved or, or you know scared they'll get hurt in this case as well or get you know uh person you know doing the r wording will you know turn back and attack them you know a lot of this is just you know you're gonna have to you kind of just have to you know snap out of it and do something you know even if listen obviously you know the best thing to do in any type of harm situation any type of situation where you might see like harm is you know just go just you know you're gonna want to avoid that obviously it's just like a human instinct just to avoid harm to avoid danger or anything like that but at times like this you know we honestly just have to turn off that little switch and just you know go for it honestly because you know if it was your like younger sibling it was like younger cousin getting attacked or whatever and other people were just watching on how are you going to feel you know or even if it was yourself you know you're going to want people to step in you know do the work you know just you know try to either get the person off of them or you know one obviously call 911 call the cops whatever um yeah in that type of situation so obviously you know tread lightly when it comes to that because if a person has let's just say a knife or a gun you know in that in that case scenario there's really you know little to nothing that you can do obviously you definitely want don't want to you know get killed or hurt but obviously if the person that's if you know you see like a weapon on a person obviously you want to get out of there you know, call the cops do what you have to do report that shit but um but yeah i just you know i as like a as like a word of advice i, I guess you know, just don't be afraid to help out because in some cases it, it is going to be life or death for other people you might be okay that other person might have a weapon they'll be on top of them attacking them but if you do one little thing like push them out the way or try to punch them or pepper spray them so anything like that um it can make a difference so just i would always say always be alert always look out for your fellow human you know just just keep your eye out honestly and it's fucking crazy especially in the cities and I'm not sure how it is in small towns, you know, when it's like public transportation and shit like that. But I know big cities are crazy when it comes to stuff like that. That's just such a scary thing to think about. Like, if you can ever be in danger, especially on a subway. I mean, I understand, like, how scary it'd be if, like, you got attacked or something in the alley and there was nobody there around you. But, like, just imagine getting attacked on the subway and there's just, like, 50 niggas just standing there watching it happen with their phones out. Like, I, I would feel so helpless, embarrassed. And like just like mad at the human race after that shit. Like I even if it's like a psychological reason, I know for a fact, like if you say you have to like point at somebody directly and tell them to help you, there there is no damn way she wasn't screaming help. And they were all just standing there with their phones out. And then apparently they were like posting it because like I didn't watch the video, but I definitely saw a video circulating around Twitter and shit like that, because Twitter is just a damn uh gets bored of just bad shit that shouldn't ever touch the online shit like damn bro like one nick you telling me one nigga out of everybody on subway didn't stop that man from doing that and he, he was able to just walk away and then the only thing that they can do is just like well you know at least i got the footage of his face here you go police uh, you know i did my job like nigga no you're doing your job is helping the girl from what's happening that's so damn scary bro the human race is just i mean I, it's it's you can be proud of it sometimes, but like sometimes when it gets like shit like this, I hate that shit, bro. Help her. That shit's so fucking whack. Yeah. I mean, besides that story, man, I'm gonna get mad as fuck talking about that shit. But I ain't gonna hold y'all. We got like twenty five thousand different topics to cover this week because whatever it was, 
I don't know if it was just me, but this week felt like a damn month. Like, this week went long as hell, bro. And this kept seeing, like, yeah. bad shit. Not bad shit, but, like, thing after thing after thing after thing kept happening. It's like, I swear I sent, like, 25 articles to the little group chat that me talking with Jezrin. That shit was going wild this week. All right, damn. But um, I guess we're going to start off with, you know, what's his name? Uh, Brian Laundry finally was found. But unfortunately, he was found dead. Um, I think they said that they found his body or remains of his body inside of a swamp. So, um, unfortunately, they her family does kind of get that closure. But, honestly, I would have rather them found him alive. I think they're saying that he was either... He either committed um, the S word or that he was eaten alive by a crocodile. <laughs> which I don't know which one it is. Yeah, that's what Taco told me before we started. Because I haven't been following the case too uh, too closely. I just don't like I don't like cases like this because it's like really obvious what happens. Of course, that man did some some nasty shit. Came back home, you know. You already know his parents were hot. You know, I mean that's their son, obviously. So you know they're they're gonna try to protect them the best they could and stuff like that because that's that's their son. So you already knew they helped them niggas. Uh, but they are you already know he helped they helped him get away and stuff like that. I don't know why the FBI was acting dumb. I always say like you know, I, I I'm, I'm not trying to bring race into this, but if it was a black man doing that shit, they would caught that nigga so goddamn fast. They let that nigga just just run around and play Lucy Daisy with them niggas in the fucking what uh the swamp or whatever. Yeah, but way too long, way too long in my opinion. And like you said, I've been watching Dante's videos on it too because he be covering that shit. But like, yeah, I, I really hope that I wish they I really hope they caught him uh, alive. I mean, I hope that about everything. I to me. Like I, I don't believe in like the death penalty and things like that. I feel like people should atone for their things because I, I don't understand how you take someone's life and then so you, so when they take you in, they bring you into justice. You, you, you get to go like the most peaceful way possible. Don't they give you like a last meal and then they lethally yeah. inject you? Everything like that's just like so like pussy to me. Honestly, I'm not saying they should bring back the firing squad or nothing like that. Hell no. But I'm just saying like they, they should put them- in Texas. Uh no, I think I think it was like during like the peak of COVID, it was so many people inside the jail cells. They either had to start releasing people or they had to start offing people. And I I guess they were offing people so much they they ran out of the drug. So they're like, we have to go back to the firing squad. But then of course they was like, fuck no, we're not going back to that firing squad. I don't know. Texas is a fucking terrible place. I think it was some other wild (laughs) west. Yeah. I think it was some other states too. But of course, like people were like, "Nah, we're not doing that shit." But <laughs> yeah, Brian, <laughs> I mean, like I said, I, that's like I said, that's how like Americans are so desensitized because like we just so we so used to this shit for real. But um, now, I Brian, definitely agree with you on the little um, or on the the death penalty topic. I'd much rather somebody, you know, get their punishment and suffer the twenty five to life or whatever that they have to for killing somebody. I just feel like killing them right after. But I know they do go to jail for a little bit of time, like a year or two after they get in there. But like, still, like, nah, bro, let that nigga sit in jail for a little bit. Killing him is just the easy way out at that point. I think uh, I'm, I'm, there's like a very big dilemma uh, to this topic for me because I'm obviously I'm personally against the death penalty, and you know the the obvious well the first option that may come to mind aside from the death penalty. To someone, you know, for federal charges, to someone who's in something terrible, it's so you always hear, you know, oh, it's, the person faces either, uh, you know, the death, the death penalty or life in prison. 
and for me, it, it, there is that dilemma because obviously, one, I, I don't agree with the death penalty at all. On the other hand, you have something like life in prison. And depending on what prison you're at and what part of the country you're at, um, a lot of these places have awful, awful fucking uh, conditions. And so something like life in prison and things like solitary confinement, even like, you know, even if it is someone, I, I guess I would say, depending on what the person might do, because obviously, you know, there's different degrees of crime. There's different degrees of, you know, crimes that people might do, horrible shit. Um, obviously, those people, I think those people, you know, like Apollo said, has to atone for their actions. And the thing is, for me, that dilemma comes in where, okay, do I want this person to be, you know, in jail, you know, for the rest of their life and, like, fucked up uh, conditions, you know, solitary confinement, or that shit just fucks them up mentally. And it's just a whole bunch of things that comes to it. So when it does come to that conversation of, you know, death penalty or, like, the proper punishment someone, ter- like, someone who does something terrible deserves, um, there's, there's always that dilemma. So obviously, you know, I'm always going to want, uh, if it comes to that situation for any type of person, like if it's death penalty or life in prison, I always want like, you know, would prefer that person get life in prison. That being said, you know, you have to look at, into the bigger picture, you know, the conditions of these prisons, you know, the, the factoring in of solitary confinement, because a lot of these people who do obviously who are awful people who do terrible shit, terrible crimes, they literally see sunlight maybe like an hour a day and are literally in a dark room trapped inside isolated for 23 22 hours a day so you know when it comes to that it's just i feel like it's a bigger conversation but just overall that's why i'm kind of like fuck like in the whole like life life in prison uh, situation but what do you what do you guys think about that have y'all ever like taken that into uh, consideration when it comes to you know i, I know i know you mentioned that like, you know you're you're against the death penalty and everything but uh what do, you, what do you guys think when it comes to that dilemma? Well, nah, I def- oh, you can go. You can go first. I just mean, for people that choose... Okay, so for the people that willingly choose to do bad things to the human race, like killing somebody, R-wording somebody, um, hurting children in any way, shape, or form, hurting the elderly, like, there's only so much sympathy. Like, I definitely, I definitely feel love for everybody on this planet. Um... I just there's only so much sympathy I can give for people that do stuff like that. Like that I will give them sympathy to the point where I'm saying don't kill them. But like I can't give them too much sympathy for saying I don't really care if they spend the rest of their life in jail because like what if what if that were to happen to somebody I'm close with? Like what if somebody were to, you know, do anything to my family, my mom, my sister, yeah. anybody? I I'd want them to spend the rest of their life in jail. So I got to give the same energy towards people that do it to somebody else's family like i definitely have sympathy for people even people that have done bad things but like only enough sympathy to we're saying well you know i'm glad you're not dead but you're definitely going to be sitting in that ugly ass cell for the rest of your life and thinking about what you did for the next 50 years i mean you you people only okay so only towards people that commit bad things right do the niggas that like you know get arrested for selling grams of weed Small shit like that. Do they deserve more than fucking five years or whatever the dumbass law is for that? No, hell no. Like, for sure, the murderers, um, R-words, people that do stuff to children, for sure people like that. Yeah, I, I, I really could care less if they're in prison or not. For sure, send them away. For me, I always... I was just having this like this conversation a couple of days ago. Like, I was going to, I was like thinking through like the whole process of what I would, like my ideal thing would be. I feel the same way like Apollo. 
Like I know, I know there's like I know for a fact there's some crazy conditions in prison. They be treating people like like whole like it's a zoo almost. Like they're animals. They would like treat them very inhumanely. And I'm and like, but I differ from Apollo because it's not. I'm not saying like, oh, I feel sympathy for you, so you, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't die. I don't care. My thing is that if you take someone's life, you know, I like I'm I'm not saying oh don't kill them because you know they're a human too. I'm not thinking that way. I'm saying like you shouldn't, you know, go. You shouldn't have the death penalty, in the sense of you took someone's life, so you should spend your whole life thinking about that, atoning for that, and like figuring figuring that shit out. I'm not doing that for your benefit. I'm doing that for like the benefit of the family. I'm doing that for the benefit of the human race, etc. And I also wanted to combine that with, um, what's it called? With the psychological aspect. Because these people who you know kill people, R-word people, you know the children, the people who do stuff to children, they have something wrong with them. Obviously, they're not you know they're, they're not waking up one day and go, okay, let me do this to someone. Like, oh, I, I mean, at least I would hope not. I don't know. But even if they do, people who just maybe wake up one day and just start going crazy, they should be looked into. So I feel like that it'd be a benefit for the human race as a whole to take these people into account. Of course, don't kill them, keep them in prison for the rest of their life. But like like but like Taco was saying as well. I'm not saying keep them in solitary confinement because that's not doing anything. Take those people, go to like, you know, therapists and psychologists and like, I'm not saying like do human testing, but like talk to them, like, you know, like talk to them, maybe like do like, you know, humane testing on them and things like that and see like why their brain does the way it does. Why do they do these things? And maybe you can take that and apply that to like mental health or apply that to other branches of things of, of like of sciences to prevent further things like that happening. Like even people, you know, people who do school shootings and things like that, y'all scream, oh, it's mental health, it's mental, it, you know, he was a troubled kid. Cool. But we're not doing nothing to prevent that. So maybe all these people they who are doing this. about the white niggas. Well, yeah. But, you know, like put your, you know, put your actions where your mouth is. All these people who are doing this crazy ass shit, you know, like, or like I said, R-wording people and like killing people and all kinds of stuff like that. They're doing that shit for a reason and not to justify it, but to say there is still a reason behind it. And maybe we can get behind like We can you know do some testing and see why they're doing that to maybe pre- prevent that and then apply it to different other different situations and things like that. Either way, my ground thing is, is don't kill them. I, like I said before, I'm not doing that for no sympathy of some of some killer or some R worder or anyone, especially if you do something to, you know, to children or the elderly or people who are disabled, things like that, like, nah, like, y'all, like, y'all deserve to sit your ass in jail. Uh, I do, like, like, like Taco said, they should improve the conditions of jail, not saying it should be fucking, like, the best thing on earth, but, like, at least treat them like fucking humans at the end of the day. I, I understand that point as well, so I get where Taco was coming from, but, I mean, that, that's the, like, that's, like, that's, like, I guess, that's not my first priority. My first priority, you know, is making sure that they don't get an easy way out. I never understood that, like, when the people are like, yeah, bro, like we should have the death penalty. I'm like, do you understand what that like what that is? Like someone, for example, will go and kill like 20 people, like 20 kids. Of, like let's say they go and shoot up a school. You're telling me you will you would rather them go to some place, they get a last meal, which they can order up to anything up to like a certain age range, like a age range price range. I think it's like maybe ten thousand dollars. But they can order anything. Yeah, they like, can have anything they want. Anything they want. They can have a the best meal on earth, and this you know they can sit there and eat. Or whatever the face. I think they can. I think they can ask to like watch TV sometimes. Shit too. Some this dumb shit like that. Like I want to watch Friends while I'm eating my water burger. I want some dumb shit. And then right after that, they get taken to a room and they get lethally injected. And it's like the most peaceful way to die. 
And like I said, but like that doesn't. I'm not like I said before. I'm not saying, oh yeah, firing squad. I'm obviously I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying like, why come they go and get to kill twenty people and then they get to you know eat a great meal and just die like die so passively? I, I especially I don't I don't get one like. Well, I mean, I, I'm not, let me not even say that. Let me not, let me not go there. But yeah, I just don't personally understand that. Like I said, so I don't I don't think any crime is worthy of of um death penalty in my opinion like nothing they should go sit in jail for the rest of their life and think about it and things like that but i do think it'd be cool to not cool but beneficial to focus on the psychological side and see why they do that and maybe be able to apply that to our sciences to increase mental health within america because there's a lot of fucked up shit in america and instead of like maybe focusing on prevention we always focus on uh i guess like reacting to that reacting to the actions but yeah that's my take like- 75% of those niggas anyway are like, their plans are to go in there, kill however many people they can, and then clock out at the end of it anyway. They just end up getting caught before they get a chance to do that. So, like, they're, if their plans are already to die after they get done doing that, then, like, you're, oh, just, yeah. you're just letting them get what they want at the end. Like, they wanted to die anyway going into that. So, like, I, I just don't agree with the death penalty whatsoever. I mean, for sure, for sure, up the way people are treated inside prison like with therapy and stuff like that but like death penalty like get rid of that shit bro because half these niggas want that i mean half these niggas want to die after they do what they do anyway they can't live with that so they're like oh i mean you know at least i finally get to get out this world and then i'll i'm you know i'm I'm home scotch-free like i mean some people believe that um i guess with christianity that they can just pray for forgiveness and then can go to heaven anyway I don't really believe in that aspect of Christianity that much anyway, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, death penalty is stupid as shit, bro. Like, I I really don't understand yeah. it, but I guess some people do have valid arguments. Um, I've never actually gotten... I wish I could really get a chance to hear, like, people's arguments for this stuff that I don't really believe in. Like, an actual person with valid arguments and then just somebody that won't just be like, oh, you know, well... You know, they need to be off this earth anyway. Like, I want to hear, like, an actual valid argument for why people believe the death penalty is good. Um, I want to hear a lot of valid arguments for stuff that I, you know, the vaccine, shit like that. But, um, again, another Man, topic, making yeah. niggas mad. You said, what, that's, that's all I heard. It's like, things like that. Like, oh, yeah. And it's usually from people who are, like, angry. So, I, I get with it. Like, there's, you know, they're, they're angry. They're, you know, they're not thinking, like, all the way straight. So, like, 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 so when the parents are like, yeah, give them the death penalty. I want them off this earth. I understand why they're saying that. That's why I said I'm not going to go there. I was going to say, like, why do parents want that? Let me not say that because, you know, they're angry. They're sad. They're going through a lot right now. So, who am I to say what the how they should be uh, wanting their killer of their kid or whatever the case might be to how they're dealt with. So, I understand where they're coming from. Yeah, like, I understand I, the emotional part of it, but I want to hear an argument from somebody that is dis dissociated from the from everything. I, I've never heard that, but I've never heard like a, a concrete good argument. It's always like, oh, they should be off this earth anyways, or uh, eye for an eye. So if they kill someone, they should be killed too. I'm like, well, they're not. You know, that's what they like. You said that's what they want most of the time, or you know, or they're so. I mean, thing is, they're so demented or fucked up that they don't care. They just killed like 20 people, and maybe like they are worded like another 15. I'm pretty sure death is at the least of their worries. They're like they're way out of it at that point. So believe me, you killing them is not doing anything. But they'd be dying with a smile on their face. Like they don't care. They're crazy. They're chilling. So that's what I'm saying. They should go into prison and you know be looked at and stuff like that. And you know, yeah. I mean, I don't know. All right. Let me let me paint a scenario for you. Would would you be okay 
let's say we have like a, a Ted Bundy or somebody of that magnitude that everybody's heard of zodiac killer stuff like that somebody that's killed at least 10 people plus our word all that shit if they were to go in jail and genuinely get the therapy that they need and genuinely became a good person and no longer like they were to begin with and they spent 10 years in jail they completely changed the new leaf i'm i'm speaking like this is an entirely new nigga like he went in ted bundy and he came out like a regular nigga like one of us would you be okay with him getting out of jail uh, no, I got thought about that too. Like, I, I don't care about all that. Like, like I said before, you took a life, so you know your life is gone. But I'm not saying you should die or nothing. You, you can like, you know, you can re like, you know, re rehabilitate. Yeah, re you, re you know, do all that stuff and you know, better yourself and grow as a person. Cool, but you're gonna do that inside jail because you you lost that privilege. Once you take a life, you lost that privilege to your own life. And that's like, like I said, not to kill, like not to you know, to be killed, but to live life on the outside and live life freely. You have to live your life inside jail. You can be the you could be a saint. Cool, great, good for you. But you know, you still killed somebody. So you know, sorry. That's how I'm I like on. I'm like kind of. Um, I wouldn't say on the fence uh, when it comes to that. I I do agree with Jez to a point. Um, obviously, you know, it's just using the example you used, Apollo, when it comes to, you know, if it is someone who you know committed a horrible shit, like a bunch of crimes, our words, you know, telling people and everything like that, but is like reformed ten years later. Um, I don't, I, in that specific case, I don't think the best thing to do would be to release them. If it is like the, the one point I do disagree with Jez is, um, if a person like, you know, if a person who takes the life of another, um, I, I think depending on the circumstances, definitely if it's something like, you know, not premeditated, if it's like homicide, if it's like, you know, accidental death, you know, things like that. But more, moreover, not necessarily accidental, moreover, like the homicide aspect. So not like straight up, you know, like premeditated, like murder or anything like that, because that's a whole different thing. Obviously, you plan it, you plan out that shit, but something like homicide just like, you know, happens. It's just like a in the moment type of deal. So I feel like for those people, because obviously, you know, they don't have, to my knowledge, you know, when I hear about like a homicide case, it's not it's like a local thing, and it's not necessarily like a life uh, life in prison type of deal. It's usually like, oh, they'll get, you know, anywhere from five to fifteen years, and then they'll be free. Um, I, I guess I do agree with that because, you know, in a sense, you you kind of want to hope, and also the people who are in charge of the whole like, parole thing when they're about to get out and everything like that. Obviously, they have to have hearings with these people, and you know, obviously by that point, you're gonna want to hope that they reform themselves. So anything like that, I would be okay with them getting out. You know, people who would like to just do, you know, are like a part of like a homicide. Like if I'm guilty of that, you know, after like 10, 15 years, all right, if, they, if they're out, you know, if they're, you know, if they're clear to go out, you know, they can go out. Um, like I said, so that's just my point of it. I, I don't think that taking a life of somebody, um, not necessarily just, even though I used the example of accidental earlier, like just that aside, even people it might not, not have, might not have been an accident, if it, if it wasn't necessarily premeditated, I feel like those people should at least still have that chance. But when it does come to things that were like premeditated and thought out, it's definitely less less um, less easy to kind of like defend or kind of like give them the benefit of the the doubt and like you know allow them to get out ten to fifteen years later. Like the same thing as like the homicide case, for example. It definitely is a lot harder because you know. You know, you went, you went in. You know, you did that thing. You know, you plan, you plan to do it. You plan to, you know, take the life of somebody. So that's a lot different. 
Um, I do still think, you know, it's maybe something like that, obviously, depending on the circumstance, because if it's someone like Apollo, like you mentioned, like, oh, who did all that shit, even, even if they are, you know, um, you know, if they're like a whole new person, if they're like, you know, if they're like a saint now, I, even after all those crimes, I don't think they should be able to get out necessarily. Maybe if they do, maybe like, you know, have them under like, you know, under the custody of like a, of someone else. I'm not even sure how, you know, the logistics or how plausible that is but um no i mean overall i, I just don't think you know if somebody who's gone gone and done all that horrible shit even if they are reformed i don't think they should necessarily be getting out but on the other hand you know like i mentioned before when it comes to things like homicide cases i do think there should be you know these people should at least be you know given an opportunity to try to reform themselves because they didn't necessarily do anything premeditated but you know still you know face consequence by being in jail or prison you know those 10 to 15 years which is I just in, in my head, I just see that as an average because you know you hear all these cases that like are happening local or whatever. That's just like what I've hear like you know anywhere from five to fifteen years these people get um, people who are like in homicide cases. But that's basically my viewpoint on it. I just you know it's more of a case by case type of thing in, in, in my head. Yeah, I definitely. I mean, I can go as far as to say I guess I'll answer my own question um, just to get my kind of opinion on it. I can go as far as to say. Uh, if somebody becomes completely reformed, I definitely respect them being in there for like 25. But the if they're reformed and they are actually a good person now, I, I just don't think the life thing like should really like, I mean, because I just like put myself in other people's shoes at, at a certain point. Like if I knew deep down in my heart that I wasn't like a good person now, for sure put that nigga in jail for like 25 years, but like like 75 plus like knowing knowing that i did something let's just let's just take our wording and all that out of it let's just say i was driving um mom texted me check my phone right quick the split second i look at my phone i hit somebody because they're crossing the street or maybe a kid like let's a ball ride right in the street and it hits them like i don't think somebody should spend life in prison because of a mistake they made checking their phone because somebody texted them or something like that cuz people are getting 25 to life for that i mean of course like they definitely still killed somebody they're definitely still at fault for even being on their phone in the first place but i just don't think life in jail because of one mistake i mean like if you if you make a mistake like that it's over i mean as a driver i don't know if other people do this but like i think about that all the time like what if i'm just driving Look at my phone, and then when I look up, I run over somebody. Like, your life is over after that, over an accident. Now, if you're a serial killer, that's, that's a whole different story. But I'm just speaking in, like, the terms of, like, accidentally, like, manslaughter or something like that. Because that's just, like, that's just scary to think about. That your life is over in a split second that you do something. I, I'll give you all that. When I was talking, I was talking about, like, yeah, I was talking about, like, you know, people who do R-word or serial killers or things like that. Of course, like, it definitely case by case. Like in an instance like that, then yeah, like you know, like let them go through some classes, let them understand, like you know, you can't text when they're driving. I'm pretty sure they already know that, but it might have been a mistake. They should be in jail. I don't know, like you said, 25 years. That's probably like maybe the average for them. Things yeah, like for that. Sure. I don't think it's life if it's like a, if I don't think if it's life if it's a manslaughter. I really don't know, but I know that there are cases where people go to jail for the rest of their life for like an accident like that, or even a false case. But that's another story. Yeah, but then. Yeah, and then definitely not. I don't know. It's like I, I don't know. I don't know if they had this already, but I, think, I guess talk. They talk about like, of course, like people who do like really crazy stuff would be like put in solitary confinement and things like that. 
But that's, that's another thing they should do too. Is like they should like actually make I don't know. That's a whole different podcast. But jail should be more of like a rehab center than what it is now, where it's like you know modern day slavery. Like it, that's a whole different podcast though. But like like people who like who, let's say like someone does that, they should be going. To, they should go into a jail that's like filled like where or I guess with people like of that nature or who've done like similar things. I'm pretty sure they'd probably be putting like. People who've done some crazy ass shit, like, oh yeah, I killed five people with people who probably like, yeah, I just I sold like a an ounce of weed. Now I'm in here for 15 years. Why am I rooming with you who's gone and killed like three people? So I, I I could be exaggerating. I don't know if that's how it is right now or nothing, but I know like right like the prison system right now is just like a clusterfuck. Like they just be Make doing whatever. That shit legal, man. Why is weed not legal yet? So stupid. And let all the niggas that are in there for weed out. Absolutely, it's legal in New York, but you know <laughs> that shit gotta be legal everywhere, bro. Like yeah. they, they, there's literally studies saying that shit. Nothing is wrong with it. I mean, of course, there's niggas that put fentanyl and stuff in there. Arrest those niggas, but like the niggas that work a long ass, like eight to eight shift, want to come home and light a little skunk. Like, how how you gonna arrest niggas <laughs> like that that live an honest living and then get caught with some weed and then go to jail? Like that don't even make sense. It's just because they can't monetize it. That's why. Because they can monetize, of course, they monetize cigarettes because cigarettes have been here since the beginning of America. But they can't monetize weed because, you know, it's like usually private people who grow it themselves and they sell it. They can't, like, make it some... Because America hates things they can't monetize. That's why they That's why they hate OnlyFans. That's why they hate prostitution and things like that because they can't monetize that. That's, a, that's like... You, how you monetize a woman selling their body? You can't. So they hate it. Only Like, OnlyFans is the only... Well, so they have, pop- like, buildings and stuff in Europe. Uh, like they do that shit. Post? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, but isn't that kind of similar to strip clubs? Or, like, it's, like, different? Like, a whole, like they actually have, like, sex well, In brothels, you go uh, there brothels, to have sex. Have sex. Uh, I don't even it, think stripping, like, it's just go there and then bust a nut and then leave. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess, so. I mean, why don't we have brothels here? Because they, yeah, I mean, because they can't monetize it. I mean, that's only because, um... Well, in America, I'm pretty sure it's a lot harder because there's a lot more laws saying that you can't do stuff like that for whatever reason. I'm pretty sure over in Europe, there aren't even laws to begin with saying that you can't do that. Ah, because they like controlling women over here. I forgot that. Yeah. So in Europe, they're like, well, if you're going to do that, we'd much rather you not do it on the street. We have buildings for you if you want to. Yeah, that's that's how that's how the thought process should be, because they're going to do it anyway. So you might as well make it to where it's like, that's why. Yeah, Taco was. We were, we were just talking about that too because he was talking. We we're talking about. I think it was like Wyoming or Montana, like one of those states that made like, every drug legal. And he was telling me that like yeah, for people, oh Oregon, I guess. I think it was they, Oregon, yeah. He was saying like if they want to take heroin, they go to like a center and they like they, they you tell them what you want like, or something like or what you're gonna take and they and they make it to where it's like clean and you have your own space and I guess to do it. And like I know it's like well heroin's still bad for you. I, yeah, I understand that, but at least I rather than being a more like. Uh, I guess like protective safe space than to do with some dirty needle in their house. So I mean I, I understand that. And also to add into it, like I said before, they sell cigarettes in America. Like I said, cigarettes is like the base of America. They sell cigarettes here. Cigarettes is like the worst thing you can take for your body. Like one of the if not one of the worst. So I don't understand why people don't bat an eye at that. Like, oh yeah, you know, whatever. Cigarettes are cool. But then like, when it's weed and when it's not doing nothing to no cancer. Yeah, like they literally, can't they literally advertise that shit in the forties and fifties to kids. <laughs> yeah, you know, like they cigarettes. had that dumbass camel with the glasses and shit. Like, hey, you want to smoke too? Like, nigga, what the fuck? And the thing and is, like, Flintstone smoking and shit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure with heroin and stuff like that. 
I think there's a lot more cases of people dying from like accidentally choking on their own throw up and stuff like that. I don't think I don't think heroin is like a leading case of the death. I'm pretty sure it's a lot more of the accidental stuff that happens whenever people are high on heroin. I think so. Those safe spaces for people to do stuff like that. Like I, I definitely don't condone doing heroin and meth and shit like that. But like for a nigga that wants to do heroin and meth, at least give them a safe space to do shit like that. Especially whenever like college professors are coming out. Of course, they're the higher elite and they have money and stuff like that. So they're somehow allowed to do shit like this. When they're coming out making whole YouTube channels dedicated to like, oh yeah, well I'm a, I'm a functioning heroin addict and you know I'm just fine and you know I have a safe space to do it. Like if they, if you got niggas like that, bro, like at least make it make it safe for the niggas that the world really or the world quote unquote doesn't care about. If you feel me? Yeah, America just stop just stop criminalizing. I know, like they just no, they just need to stop criminalizing people for just being people. At the end of the day, like people do, like you know, with abortions and weed and like that's like everyday stuff that people are gonna do regardless you might as well make it to where you know you can still control it in like a safe space but not like outlaw it or ban it because there's no reason why people cannot have abortions there's no reason why people are going to jail for so long for selling ounces of weed or just possessing it it is you know they smoke it at their house you know just relax and chill out now they go into jail for 25 years like it don't make any sense so i mean that's just that's just the the end goal Uh, i know we've been talking about uh, crime and everything, but I kind of want to shift it to a little bit of a lighter note. Still crime, a little bit of a lighter note. So I don't know if you guys saw, but I saw an article. It says that a Georgia man was charged with one count of wire fraud for lying on his economic injury disaster loan, which is like a, you know, and for because of the pandemic, like the government did this type of thing where if you have a business, um, you can like, you know, sign up for like a, a loan. Obviously, you know, due to losing business, due to losing customers, you can sign up for like a loan of like, I think it's usually up until like $100,000. Like a PPP uh, loan? You can ask for the loan. Yeah, like PPP loan, shit like that. So this guy in Georgia applied for one and he used $85,000 of that loan of the, you know, the pandemic relief money to purchase a Pokemon card worth more than $57,000. Now, keep in mind, a single card, I'm pretty sure it's like some, you know, edition Charizard or whatever, but a single Pokemon card, he used $57,000 of that money for that single card. So if convicted, he could face up to 20 years in federal (laughs) prison and $25,000 in fines. Niggas lie so much. (laughs) My whole thing is like, I mean, you've, we've all definitely heard, like, I don't know if you guys, like, kept up with, like, the news, you know, during the whole past few months or whatever, with people in the PPP loans. Like, there's these people, like, in Florida, like, dude, use the PPP loan, like, for 100 grand to buy a Lambo, you know, a <laughs> bunch, bunch of shit. People going on private vacations with the PPP loan. Niggas were going crazy with that loan. But, man, this is something else. Like, I, I, this, this dude's definitely trying to catch them all, bro. This dude spent $57,000 of that loan <laughs> on a single car. Now, listen. If you're gonna do some shit like that, not that I'm advocating for no crime, but like you know, at least buy a bunch of you know a bunch of bunch of packs of the old ones, you know, not just a single card. But I'm just saying, you know, just allegedly, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying to commit a crime or nothing. But um, bro, no, you just I find told him to commit insane. a crime. Like, no, bro, no, bro, no, bro, no, no, that wasn't me. But listen, 20 <laughs> years in federal prison, this dude could face just for that fraud. Now, I mean, I know we talk about the criminal justice system is fucked up, and it is fucked up. But I mean, this dude. Yeah, I, I, he, he definitely got to get punished in some way, but I don't know if he got to get sent to jail for 20 years just for for using 
it, it wasn't. It's not. I mean, not to like. I'm not offending him or anything like that. But it's just like twenty years just for that. Like, yeah, America I mean, don't I play about their money. Shit, absolutely. And the thing is, it's not even the government's money. It's out. It's like the people's money. You know, that's the that's where the money comes from for our taxes and all that shit. I don't know. Like you know, that that just goes to show. You know, I mean, like you said, Apollo, America don't play with their money. So it, I think that's just insane. People are fucking crazy. I just don't understand, like, if you, was that a whole scam just to buy that one Pokemon card? Like, is that the only reason he did that shit? Like, that was, like, almost like... 60K out of 85. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he kept, like, another 20,000 to, like, go on vacation or whatever. But that's a whole that's a whole 60 grand on a Pokemon card. Come on, bro. And now he don't even have it. Prison? Absolutely. He's probably snatched that shit and ripped it up right in front of him, dumbass nigga. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, think of Pokemon as like like we know we know how Pokemon is. Like, I think they well, what's that thing they released recently? Like they did like the Pokemon Oreos or something. They had like different designs. People were going yeah, great. The Muse, I think. Yeah, that shit was like Pokemon is. Was, they just know. They didn't, I don't know. They, just, they catch a bag any way they can. That shit was so random too. And of course, as soon as they, as soon as I heard that, yeah, only like only there's only a few uh, Mewtwo ones in the in the world. So yeah, they're about to make an ample bag off this shit. Oh my god, this shit is so stupid. <laughs> like, Nintendo is gonna find a way to get fucking money all the time. Like, Nintendo will never be broke ever because of stupid shit like that. The thing is, it's always social media that boosts it. Cause like, if a nigga goes on TikTok, like, damn, I found this shit and I just got paid two hundred thousand dollars for it, then Oreos is getting sold out everywhere. Like, niggas are not playing about their money. Like, America doesn't, but then if I, the thing is, if anybody finds out that one thing they can find inside an Oreo pack that costs $2 can get them rich, oh, niggas are going to buy out that. They're going crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, this brings us to why Apollo's not doing Oh, never mind. He was doing Pokemon cards until he said people started buying up the stores. Never mind. never mind. Yeah, I was, but then niggas started taking that shit. Like, the thing is, the workers were fucking buying that shit back in the back, like, before they even hit the shelves. I love opening Pokemon cards. But it's just the fact of like niggas are take that sh- take advantage of that shit and just start going crazy with it. Like I was only buying them like once every month. Niggas going buy that shit every single time they get money in their bank account. Like goddamn. Let me tell you something, man. Collectors, collectors are, are insane because they're dedicated. I'll give them that. But listen, I for a long ass time, not for a long ass time. I would say maybe like three years. Uh, about three years because so from like twenty seventeen, like twenty twenty. I was like an avid, not Pokemon card collector, but I was an avid, like, y'all know, like, Funko Pops, like, the little bobblehead shits that they sell, like, like uh, all the stores and stuff. Yeah. yeah. The boxes. So, yeah, I was an avid collector of that up until, like, last year. And, like, in my, I have, like, a big-ass collection. That shit is, like, 300 deep. But, um, yeah, I used to be, so those things are definitely, obviously, not collect, because I, I like a lot of them, but I did it for a long time. They'll like to try to like you know um you know, trade with people maybe like sell to like resell and everything people did not play with that shit like read the resell game you know people who are collectors they do not play with that shit because you know i started in 2017 you know i met even like a i met even like a close not like a close friend but i met like a friend doing that shit like in pub i was like in a target we like met we were trying to like find the same like figure or whatever like series of figures of the the funko pots that were coming out because you know some of them like one of them like you know they're like ten dollars retail price so one of them could be like uh, a special like edition one which could be like forty dollars fifty dollars so i would go to target 
like right at opening, you know. So like you would go online, look up the the item code, and you know if, if it says in stock, we go zoom into Target, you know, ask the people in the fucking electronic uh, section, hey, y'all got this in the back? They're like, bet. Let me go back and check. So we get that shit, we buy our shit, and it was cool for like a whole year and a half. And then around like 2018, 2019. People were becoming fucking savages for that. <laughs> Obviously, that's when the whole Pokemon card craze was going crazy and the whole Funko Pop shit was going crazy. Bro, I cannot tell you how many times I've been in lines for stores for like these like collectibles and shit, whether it's for something I wanted for myself or like the trader, um, if I'm getting it for somebody else to resell it or whatever. I can't tell you how many times it would be mad people there in line who are savages. When I tell you savages, I mean savages. I'd be at the front door at Target. Like 7 a.m. an hour before they open, 10, 15 people deep. As soon as they Damn. open the doors, I'll be I'll be like second in line. I'll be second, third in line. You know, I get there early. I do my do my time. As soon as they open the gates, a whole ten back ten people zoom up until they through the store. Cut all of us go running all the way to electronics, and this shit is fucking madness. And I, there's been times when people have been fighting for like fucking figures. And like cards and everything. Obviously, you have the whole shit. That's the whole reason uh, Target stopped selling Pokemon cards because people were fighting over the cards and everything like that. People were buying it out, and that's really how it is. Obviously, it's from first person, like you know, from uh, first you know ex- person experience, I guess, for myself. People are people are crazy for this shit. And it's just like I had to stop because one, that shit, you know, that shit costs a lot of money and to keep a collection, <laughs> and you know, I, it just takes up time as well. But people were just being crazy with it. You know, people were like pushing and. I remember, I, I shit you not, I was in a fucking Toys R Us before they closed down. And there was this, like, you know, special edition one. It was literally right there on top of the pile, like, of the, of the other collectibles. I was literally about to grab that shit. My arm in slow motion, trying to grab that shit. Old-ass man, like, 62 years old, literally sees my hand going for it. He snatches that shit right in front of me. And, oh, like, nah. obviously, he knows he knows what it was worth. I wasn't trying to get it to sell. I was trying to get it because I've been looking for that shit for, like, a long-ass time. This just snatches it the fuck out of my face. Like, I didn't have it in my hand, but I literally, my arm was reaching for it. He was a fucking savage. Should I knock his ass out? Yeah, absolutely bro, like, knock his ass out. I, I am not going to jail. This dude was an old 62-year-old white man, bro. I am and? Uh, six foot, you know, Mexican, like uh, no, yeah, Who, who's gonna, right, who's right. the cops gonna believe in yeah, this? Absolutely not, bro. No, I just wanted to tell that story because the whole thing with you know Pokemon collecting and it just, it just got way too out of hand for me because you know now everything gets you know sold out immediately. You know, I used to be so good with catching like you know, for example, the Funko Pop shit. Like as soon as something goes live, I'll be in that fucking virtual line immediately. Now it's impossible to get a fucking Pokemon card, like anything. Even if you, like, you want to get it for your kid, you know, you can't even do that shit because people Hell are savages. Nah. And I mean, I, I know, you know, these these trends die die out and everything. But man, like, collecting and like reselling and all that shit, ever again, man. I, I gotta just say that for myself. How you was getting money off of it though, bro? Absolutely, you have no, bro. I, <laughs> I depending obviously depending on the figure. No Listen, I, I'll admit. I'll admit, bro. I'll admit, yeah, of course. That was a past life. That was that was the past thing in my past life. Listen, I bought so many things. I made a lot of profit. I, I've let's just say I'm estimating. I've probably bought out of the shit I've sold, like that I've bought maybe like I don't know three hundred dollars. Let's just say I bought three hundred dollars worth of those Funko Pops, whatever. And in profit, I've definitely made at least like nine hundred dollars, almost a thousand dollars. Damn, it's from that three hundred. So that's obviously you know. A lot of them, you know, they are a lot very valuable when they come out immediately. Some of them are slow burns. Like right now, 
I have one that I got like four years ago that's worth like almost six hundred, seven hundred dollars that I bought for like twenty five dollars. So it's 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 a lot of the long game and it's a lot of fucking stress and ample money because you know once you get a little bit of money from new selling you're gonna kinda wanna keep going and going. That shit is not the wave. I was absolutely broke at one point and I was like, no fuck it. I wanna sell all this shit. But yeah, that's that's basically how it is, bro. That shit is crazy out here. Yeah, resale is definitely you either a hero or a villain over there, but I mean, now with the PS5s and shit like that, if you're a reseller, you got like such a bad thing omen over your head. Like if you resell anything, you have a bad omen over your head because the niggas that like buy the bots that cop a thousand of them hoes immediately, I hate those niggas so much. Like any of those niggas. Those guys are the real villains. I, I was talking like <laughs> some of the time on Discord. You know, oh, I, I bought I bought two PS5s and I sold one. Like, I resold, resold one and I kept one for myself. Bro, I got everyone in the damn server going against me. Bro, like y'all ain't saying shit to the dudes who are buying 500 of them shits at the same time. Like, come on, bro. How are they getting so much damn money to buy 500 of them? I have no idea. And they're all a thousand dollars. I mean, shit, shit came through what because I sold. I resold my fucking the other PS5 that I bought. It was like $800, so basically the PS5 I got now, I basically paid $50 for it. That's fucking wild. That's absolutely wild to me. I guess to kind of think, keep things on a lighter topic, though. Um, <laughs> so I was on Twitter yesterday, right? Just scrolling, doing my casual scroll of Twitter, because I love Twitter's probably my favorite social media ever, honestly. Like, I don't really fuck with Instagram. TikTok kind of cool, but Twitter is just... You, you never know what the fuck you're going to see whenever you go on Twitter. Went to the Explore page. I was like, okay, why is Lil Boozy tra- uh, trending? He must have dropped an album. Yeah, Atlanta usually really fucks with Lil Boozy. Um, I live in I live in Georgia. I live in the South, so I know the impact that he has on like niggas that live in the South. Obviously, you know, clicked on him, see what his album name was called, and I just saw the most wild ass shit I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Like this nigga, <laughs> this nigga Lil Boozy is really. He might actually be in love with Lil Nas X the way he's talking, honestly. I don't know if you guys saw the Twitter or the tweet that he sent out, but I'll try to find it. And, of course, heavily, heavily, heavily censor the fuck out of it. But this nigga, Boozy, is going crazy. So I'll kind of give you some background to this story. Um, Lil Nas X, I don't know if he was on an Instagram Live or posted a video on Instagram or Twitter or something like that. But um, he made this basically a, just walking, talking about to his fans and shit like that. And then somehow the subject of Lil Boozy got brought up. And Lil Nas is kind of just like, yeah, you know, me and... Me and him got a song coming out together soon, you know, you know, you know, you stay, stay ready for it or whatever. Just a little throwaway line that he said. When I tell you this man, Lil Boosie, went crazy on Twitter as soon as he heard that shit. It was just ample slurs. Like, I don't know. What do you guys feel about somebody that's just like overly, overly homophobic? Because at that point, I think it's kind of telling like maybe, maybe you might be feeling some type of way about Lil Nas X if you, if you swinging that hard to go against the nigga. I don't know, like he just—he's constantly talking about him. I think he's gay. I don't know, I think he's gay. <laughs> I mean, he's—he's—he's he's, he's, like, there's such a thing as like being overly something to where you are that. Like if somebody, like, like if, like say, like the old, the old fucking slave or slave owners or whatever in the past. Like at that point, you're so overly racist against black people, like you hate them to your core. Cause you're jealous of them like that's the only way to explain it like you jealous of how they look of how your wife is fiending over them like you you gotta be jealous over the dude if you're if you hate something that much like this nigga yeah he's just gay 
He's either, he's either he's gay or yeah, he might just be jealous of his, of his success. He might just be like mad, like, well, back in my day, we were we had to do this, this, and this, and you know, we weren't we weren't popping like this dude. Now, I guess Lil Nas X, like, he just has he just has the social media in the palm of his hand. Whenever you drop a video, he got people mad, he got people angry, and you know, he just he's he's like he has all these uh, what's it called um, deals. Like I saw with Uber Eats with like Elton John doing commercials for them. He's been doing shit with Samsung, like the man popping. You know what he's doing. Like I said before, like that's why I always said. That's why, I was, that's why I always say like the black community is just so sad because that's why I can't even vouch for that shit because we're always so divided. You think like Boost? I'm not saying Boost has to love everything Lil Nas X is doing, but he can sit there and go, okay, yeah, this is a black man growing up that is doing good. At least he's not on the streets doing some crazy shit. At least he's not doing any like you know he's he's providing for himself, his loved ones, doing it all in a healthy manner safe manner he's doing his thing respect like i say he's he's, he's not to make a song with the nigga he don't have to love the nigga but he can give us respect simple i I just don't know why he can't and man i was telling we were talking about this too before we before you came me and talking i was like like what's gonna happen let's let's say his one of his children grows up and is part of the lgbt what are you gonna do then and then Tucker was like he's gonna kill that shit i was like oh my god i hope i really hope he wouldn't but talk he talked was not wrong though because a lot of these like really homophobic parents or even racist parents or whatever the case might be, be like, will like go to those go to those crazy lengths to stop their kids from being LGBT or dating outside their race or whatever the case might be. And like then it, then it, like you said, it really comes like why? Like are you jealous or are you closeted? Like what is going on? Like there's yeah. no reason why. It was like it wasn't like he was just like you know, like fuck Lil Nas X. I mean he was saying slurs like he yeah, was going. Yeah. Crazy. I have the tweet right here. So basically, Boosie was like, I'm, of course, going to heavily censor it because I don't agree with nothing this nigga's saying. Um, Stop trolling me, F-slur. LOL, you a whole bitch playing with the gangster. Shake my head. You can keep sucking dick and getting fucked in your ass, peace, and hate yourself. I would, too, if I was LOL, if I was you, LOL, Nas X. If you commit S-word, you would do this world a huge favor. Nobody wants you here. Yeah, that's just some real despicable shit, man. Like nothing, nothing in this goddamn world should make you that fucking mad to say shit like that. Like all this nigga said was me and Boosie got a song coming out, and this nigga went bad shit. I've never seen a nigga get that damn mad over what? I've never seen that shit. Yeah, like I was saying to Jez before, like you know, like Jez was saying, you know, what what would Boosie do if like his child was like uh, you know LGBTQ, and I was like, yeah, like. In this country, there's been people like, you know, it might not be in the news all everywhere, but I've definitely heard that shit, you know, a few times where uh, it could be like a like a kid like who comes out to their family is gay, or if it's like a trans kid, uh, you know, to come out as a trans, you know, they come out as trans to their family, and there's literally, you know, they're either whether it's the father or the mother, they will legit like, you know, shoot them or like, you know, dead them or whatever, and it's just like, it's it's so sad because. You know, you say that, you know, for example, the whole boozy thing, like we just said, like, you know, you say that, like, you know, thinking it's, like, far-fetched, but absolutely, like, it's not far-fetched at all, because this shit really happens, because there's, you know, obviously, it's not talked as much in the mainstream, but, like, I know on Twitter, there's definitely a lot of people who, like, be talking about, um, like, all the number of trans people who, like, you know, commit S-word um, every single year, honestly, it's, like, it's so alarming, and it's so, like, sad, because, you know, all this shit is happening, you know, just just because of who they are. You know, they're pushed to that limit where, 
you know, they just can't take it anymore. It's kind of, um, I, I guess in, in a sense also, like, it's, like, relevant in the sense of, I know, um, well, we're not, like, necessarily, like, kind of off topic, but, in, like, the new Dave Chappelle special, Dave Chappelle basically talks about his um, his friend who uh, was trans, and, you know, after defending Dave Chappelle on something, uh, you know, they got bombarded and attacked, you know, by either if it was like, members of the LGBTQ community and other people, you know, telling them, basically, you know, bullying them, basically talking all that shit and just, like, harassing them and everything, you know, death threats just for defending Dave Chappelle. And, like, six days later, they, like, escorted themselves. And it's just, it's sad because, you know, it brings up a bigger topic of when it comes to, you know, people who want to express themselves, people who want to be, you know, free in who they are, like, when it comes to, you know, their sexuality, when it comes to their appearance. It's just, it's just super sad to me because you have these hate-filled people like Boozy, like people who, you know, you know, obviously Boosie was big, well, like in the early 2000s or something like that. So a lot of like the the old heads, like whether it's in hip hop, whether it's, you know, outside of hip hop as well, it's just old, just people in that age range, like, you know, from 40s to 50s and everything who grew up, um, you know, in like the 80s or whatever. Like a lot of them just are not tolerant to anything happening now. I looked in the, um, you know, they, they they just can't keep it to themselves. Like, not even, even if you have the most hate-filled heart, like, hate-filled thoughts, you know, sometimes you just gotta keep it to yourself, even though it is very shitty to have those thoughts because, you know, what is some what is someone's sexuality gonna do to you? Like, it affects you directly. Literally, exactly. like, not, like, Nas X didn't even say shit about, like, oh, oh, Boozy likes me, or, like, oh, Boozy wants to... No, he didn't say that. He literally said, oh, me and Boozy got a song together. So just, just that affiliation of, you know, and, like, you know, obviously, any to any person in the world, what Nas, Nas X said was obviously sarcastic. But, you know, to Boozy, that shit was, like, oh, that's, like, a, like, you know, like, a equal to, oh, saying him and, and Boozy had sex, you know, something like that. Because that, that's just that's just the way these people think, you know, these, like, homophobes and people who just, you know, are, are just filled with hate. And, yeah, I mean... I, I really don't have anything else to say because it is just so fucking sad that we're still dealing with people like Boozy, um, you know, who, you know, obviously, I don't want, you know, what, like, something like canceling is not going to do anything to fucking Boozy. Boozy doesn't give a shit. You can't cancel someone who doesn't give a fuck. So, I mean, it's just, it's just sad because we, we all knew Boozy's homophobic and, like, he just said, like, the quiet thing aloud. Like, we all knew he was feeling this shit. You know, when uh, the whole, like, other situation with Boozy and Nas X happened, like, a few weeks ago, a few months ago. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's sad. And it's just disappointing that this shit keeps happening. And Boozy's definitely not the only one. It's, uh, there's definitely other people, whether it's in hip-hop, whether it's outside hip-hop, obviously, who feel this type of way and who are just, you know, silent about it. And it's just, it's just insane to me. Like I said, it's sad. It's, it's disgusting. That's all I got to say. Fuck Boozy. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck Boosty, a nasty ass nigga. I just like what, what in your right mind? Not even just like saying any of those words. That's just such a like knowing that it's a bad word to say and that it offends a lot of people. Like we're we're just so constantly against people saying like anybody that's not black saying the n word. So why would we go or not we? Of course that nigga. Why would he go and say something that's just as bad as that? Like offending millions of people that identify as gay. Like, why would you say a word that offends gay people? 
Then he like, this is so much other stuff that he said in the paragraph, which is fucking like he is a like what is wrong with that nigga? He said some crazy shit. No, I mean a lot of black people. Like I, I know people personally, like friends I've had that like it's like a I guess they just try to compare oppression. Like it's like a oppression war, and like you know, well black people have been to black people have been through so much, and you know like slavery and things like that. So our oppression is more so. The end, you know, well, the end word specifically with the er at the end is more of a slur than the f slur, or more of a slur than um, you know, one for Hispanics or one for Asians and stuff like that. I'm like, when we get, once we start getting into that territory of comparing oppression and comparing, you know, just hardships, then we're not getting anywhere. Like, it doesn't make any sense. If we're talking about that, then then it's like, as as I know a lot, a lot of black people hate to hear it, but Native Americans are are, are oppressed the most because this is like they're not like. Native Americans are so like non-existent to the point that people forget they even exist. Like there's still Native Americans in America on reservations and things like that. It's just that they're so little because you know white people and they just rip them apart. But Native Americans are, are the most oppressed and really need the most help, even more than black people. I would argue, but I'm not gonna argue that. Like, I'm not trying to compare oppression. But I'm just saying like some black people are so prideful in oppression with their own oppression, they just think it's okay for them to say certain things like that. That's not even taking account intersectionality about how black people and you know, LGBT is intertwined. There is black LGBT members. So even if you want to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, no, being black is more oppressed than, you know, being part of the LGBT. What about the people who are black and part of the LGBT? What about them? You're still offending them. Just the same intersectionality. So it's just. Comparing yeah, oppression might be the dumbest I've ever heard in my life. I mean, the thing is, like. How are you going to compare two words that are that are hurting people like all the same? Um, I'm pretty sure there's been some people that committed S word off hearing that word if they're gay. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that committed S word after repeatedly hearing that word if they're black. I mean, people are equally offended by their own respective words that people are calling them. Then you can't you can't compare that shit because it's an evil word nonetheless. You can't compare two evils because they're both evil. Like there isn't one that's less evil than the other. Like Boosie, there, there's it gives you no right to be saying anything like that to anybody that um, identifies as anybody in the LGBTQ. That word is just, why are you saying that shit? This nigga is just like there. There's no reason for him to even contemplate saying that shit. Like I don't even see how he's able to type that out, hit send, and then still be happy with himself because he still sent like 25 more tweets after that, and some of them probably just as bad as that one. Yeah, I just that's what, that's what, that's what, we know we know what kind of timing he's been on, but it was like just like he was like it was like like what the like I thought someone hacked him like I was like what the like I know like we we know he's homophobic it's not even about that but it's like what the fuck like like the slur like I, I he didn't use that to this point like I think it was going crazy like why over this this nigga just saying oh yeah we made a song together he could just like shut the fuck up you bitch ass nigga like it's like okay. You know, whatever. He's, he's been doing that shit. But, like, really? That? Multiple tweets? He was talking about, like, telling this man he doesn't need to be on this earth. Like, basically, basically telling him he should, like, you know, commit S like uh, the S word. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, he was saying people would be happier without him here. Like, yeah. You, you should never in a million. Even besides this slur. You, you should never tell anybody that. Like, don't tell anybody that the world would be happier without them on this earth. Because that's, that's not true for anybody. I don't care who it is. Like, no. The world is not going to be a better place with the absence of somebody being here. Like, 
That nigga's just, I mean, he's just evil. We already knew he's a homophobe, but now we know that nigga is just an evil-ass person. And, of course, he's already rich and he's already famous and he's still, he has a fan base that basically agrees with everything that he's saying. So, I mean, it's not like he's going to be affected in any way, unfortunately. So he's going to continue yeah. saying stuff like this. He probably received, I mean, he definitely received backlash from the um, all of Twitter yesterday or the past couple of days. But his fan base literally will probably, like, put him on a pedestal even more now that he's openly like that. Yeah, Twitter don't. Because that's what you have to say. Canceling is not even anything. I, I was thinking about that. So, I was like, he's going to get canceled now. Like, and I was like, that doesn't matter. I like it's like I, I don't think he's even big enough to even have like brand deals and things like that for even for that to matter. Even with, like monetary, like I guess like money wise or whatever. Like he's just he's just rich and popular because like his old stuff. So he's still probably like living off that. Have royalties and things like that. Maybe he produces for people or like or owns like a label a label or something. Like club appearances and stuff like that too. Probably. Yeah, he not he not he's not big off of like brand deals and stuff. So that don't matter. Like when David Dober got canceled, they took his brand deals and stuff. Like it is a measure up. So if he can just do whatever he wants and not have to worry about a thing, but let's get off this nigga because that shit just just hurts my brain. I'm not gonna hold you. Yeah, fuck this nigga. Um, I guess the last time we can kind of go over. Like I want this thing to be on. Um. All streaming services, so you know I'm sorry we can't sit here and talk for hours and hours, but you know they got a limit on what we can upload, unfortunately. So um, I'm going to tackle a little bit the what y'all feel about Logan Paul versus Tyson. Apparently that's like soft confirmed right now. Tyson came out and said that um if he is gonna box again, he will only do it for nothing less than 14 million, and he will only fight Logan Paul or Jake Paul. What y'all feel? Oh, uh, he only he said their names like he said that yeah, he said that he said I will only yeah, fight them. So. Why? Oh, that's crazy. Because they're oh. the biggest thing in boxing right now, and they're backpacking the entire sport, unfortunately. That's true. That's true. I think it's to be expected, honestly, because I'm not sure if you guys follow Tyson that much like right now or like, you know, the past few years, but Tyson's already... You mean uh, Mike Tyson, media. by the way, not Tyson Fury. Yeah, my, my, Mike Tyson. So he's very into the whole social media thing. Like I've seen him on, on different podcasts. I don't know if he's been on Logan Paul's podcast. Like it might have been like another YouTuber's podcast, but he's been on a few podcasts just talking about like a lot of like you know basically pop culture, a lot of like the social media shit like happening today. And it's it's been like I haven't watched all like the clips and everything like that. I've just watched like a few things, but definitely been like insightful just to see where he's at. And obviously he knows what he's doing because if he calls out uh, the Paul brothers by name, you know obviously one of them are definitely going to want to fight him. One billion percent. Whether it's for you know cloud for money or just to you know to say oh I fought Mike Tyson you know something like that so it works out for the both of them it works out for Mike Tyson because you know he gets I wouldn't say he's irrelevant I would just say he's obviously not as popular as he might have been obviously he's not fighting he's like retired and everything like that but um, I guess not but um, obviously it makes sense for him it makes sense for the Paul brothers you know whether it's Logan or Jake that he's in a fight and. It's just going to be another one of those, you know, uh, Mayweather versus, you know, Paul type of joint, you know, going to have a fight. It's going to be kind of ass, but at the end of it, you know, we're just going to be talking about that for a week or whatever. It's it's just another one of those things. I think it's a smart move for both of them, um, not necessarily just for money-wise, but obviously the notoriety, like the, the coverage, the free press, and yeah, it's just a more of... More of the more of the mind of the Paul brothers and you know the geniuses, the the media, the social media geniuses that they are, and they're gonna win big no matter what, no matter who wins or loses. It could be a 
you know, no contest, whatever, they're gonna be rolling into the fucking green. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's more. I look. I look at it more like this: how different they're doing. Including, like we said, Jake is like the evil brother, while Logan's like the good one. If we're comparing it to that, but like, we see how like Logan's trajectory is. Like Logan's not fighting anymore to prove anything to him. He's just fighting to for like just. I wouldn't say for money, but he's just fighting for like entertainment. Like he's an entertainer now at this point. Like he's just you no know, because Jake is trying to prove himself. Like oh, I'm an actual boxer. Logan's like fuck all that. Like you know he's fighting Mayweather. Like win or lose, I'm fighting Mayweather. Win or lose, I'm fighting Mike Tyson. I'm fighting like I'm fighting legends. Like I can lose, cool, but I still fought I with care. them. I, yeah, I fought with them. Jake, on the other hand, is more like I actually want to prove myself to the boxing community. Like I'm an actual boxer, so let me go fight you know actual people and beat you know these ufc people and beat these boxers and prove to them i'm an actual boxer so it's, it's cool to see that like i guess the, the difference where like one's like now nah, i'm just trying to i guess like build fame almost while the other one's trying to build reputation so it's, it's interesting to see that like i mean like we said we're, we're still gonna watch i mean like i said like mike is pretty old not saying like yo he's washed or nothing but you know he's old and he's retired so i'm not expecting too much out the fight just probably you know just something entertaining to watch on that night so we all come in here just have a good time. See what happens. Uh, it'd be interesting to see, like, but how like fit Mike is and uh, his age and stuff. I know he's been training, and I know he had a fight with some other dude around his age a while back. So it'd be interesting to see, like, well, what if he comes in and just knocks that nigga out? I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think so, but it'd be kind of cool if he, the, like, Mike still had it like that. Honestly, cool to watch, but we'll see. If anything, um, just to kind of close off the topic, Logan take the fight. Jake, you continue on what you're doing. I'd much rather see a Logan that don't really care about it fight the Tysons, the Mayweather, stuff like that. Um, I actually kind of want to see Jake continue to win and seeing how far he could take this thing because I know people will interest, like instantly get uninterested as soon as he loses. So don't take a fight that, of course, you're going to get your ass beat. Like, I know Mike Tyson is old, but that, that's still Mike Tyson. Like, y'all, y'all are not touching that nigga. Like, I literally just saw a video like a couple months ago and that nigga like punching something. He He still has it. He's still Tyson, of course. Like that nigga did not change whatsoever. Yeah. So you come to comments. Who's Mike Tyson? Yeah, exactly. Oh, old heads, old heads. I'm like, bro, shut your dumb ass up. But um, they go. Logan, you go fight him. Jake, continue. I think he's supposed to be fighting Tommy Fury next, which is uh, Tyson Fury's little brother. Hopefully, Jake wins that one. Um, I'm basically only rooting for Jake just to see how big this money projector can go. Uh, I want to yeah. see who his biggest opponent will be. I want to see where he kind of levels off at. Um, if if he wins this Tommy Fury fight, then it's it's literally gonna be nothing but tens of millions after that, cause he beat somebody that's actually like a really respected boxer. Um, of course there'll be the niggas saying that he um faked the fight or whatever, but you know fuck those niggas. They're gonna say that they're gonna say that regardless of of who he fights at the end of the day. I mean, um, I think they kind of expect Tommy Fury to have a little bit more morals than the people that he has fought, since he's like in a fighting family. Like the Furies are literally like like real life olympians greek olympians like they're they were raised in fighting they fought the entire lives like their dad was also a boxer and he made them do nothing but box as well like those are some fighting ass niggas but we've seen with the um tyson fury versus wilder fight he beat the brakes off that nigga set us back a couple of years only a couple though it's not like oh that was his bro that was his older brother right yeah that's his older brother Oh wow, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, this is maybe this about to be a good fight then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I'm pretty sure it's already confirmed that they're fighting. I don't think a date's been set yet, but they're for sure fighting. Um Logan, you take the Tyson fight. 
Let's go ahead and get the fuck up off that. I, I really, I really am excited to see both those fights. I can't wait to spin that with y'all. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see that Jake one. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I didn't we'll know definitely, that. Definitely, we'll definitely be buying that on pay per view. Absolutely. Ah, yes. Ah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Allegedly. Yes, just to kind of close out the podcast, um, I'll let this be the last topic, just so I can get this whole thing on there. Um, Big Sean is gonna diss Kendrick, and then Big Sean's gonna beat Kendrick. But um, this has been the Here and Now podcast. I'm glad we all agree that Big Sean beats Kendrick in that rap beef. Um, <laughs> hold on, let me before, okay, before I, I know, of course I'm trolling. Of course I'm trolling. Um, let me go ahead and clear up my whole thing against Kendrick because apparently. Apparently, a lot of niggas think I just hate this nigga Kendrick and don't want him to succeed whatsoever. And I, they no, just think I, I, I think he's it. trash or some shit. So I'm going to clear up right now what I feel about Kendrick Lamar. Um, this is really a topic that's kind of just reaching. I, the, basically, the whole topic was Big Sean posted this picture of him and B's. Um, Ken, or Kendrick has been saying for like the past couple of years, nobody said Candyman or else I'm coming after you. So we kind of got into a discussion about whether... Big Sean even meant that as him saying Candyman and if Kendrick will even diss that nigga back. Um, it's kind of a reaching topic until, of course, it progresses. If it progresses, we'll for sure 1 billion percent talk about it. Um, unless you guys have something to say about it, of course. I don't want to step on y'all. Um, I mean, I would... thing is, after look, looking online, I just didn't care anymore because no one else was talking about it. I don't see anyone else saying, oh, he has bees around him, so he must be talking about Candyman. Let's be talking about Kendrick. You're the only one I've seen that says... Oh, he's talking about Candyman. I mean, he literally he, said it in the Instagram live. Uh, since I know. Music. Like, even after that, no, I have not seen anyone say like, "Oh, he's trying to diss Kendrick." I've not, I haven't seen that. No, yet. No, they That's said it on the Joe Budden podcast. Like they all oh. four said it, and they have like oh, millions I, of listeners. I haven't like I haven't seen it. like I because I, every time I see like a Big Sean post or like Big Sean himself post, I'll go look through the comments. I don't see nothing about Kendrick. I see a few Candymans, but like even people are just replying to him like, "Oh yeah, the B is so funny," but like. I don't see no one saying, oh, he shouldn't eat. Like, when is Kendrick going to dish you back? When is Doc going to dish you back? I haven't seen anything like that. I didn't know Budden even did that. Yeah, that's yeah how they, much all, I- they all four said it. Um, Joe Budden basically was like, him, that's him saying Candyman. They agreed, and they kind of got into the discussion whether or not Kendrick would diss him back. That's kind of where I got mine from is him saying that. And then I looked deeper into it, and I was like, oh, shit, he, he is posting pictures. He is saying Candyman on Instagram Live with him laughing and the whole chat saying Candyman and putting bees and shit in the comment section. So I, don't, I mean, I, I'm kind of on the same level with y'all. Um, Kendrick probably definitely won't respond to this nigga, but I wouldn't be as surprised as y'all would if he did respond. Cause like I said, he has responded or he has dissed Big Sean in the past. Um, of course Kendrick is on a different echelon. Of course Kendrick is the better rapper. Of course Kendrick makes amazing music. Um, I just, I, I just hate whenever niggas put that nigga up, like he's just like completely 1 billion percent, like nobody should even come close to even saying his name at all. Cause like anybody in the world can be touched. I don't care who it is. If you're the best boxer in the world, somebody can definitely put their hands on you still. If you're the best street fighter, there's somebody going to be better than you. There's always better than somebody like he's not, he's still amazing. He's still top tier. He's still the best in the rap game, but like, like he, he can definitely still drop trash sometimes I, I like i respect everything kendrick does um the heart part four probably my favorite song by that nigga ever i love that fucking song so much um i just i just don't put that nigga on a pedestal like most people in the rap game do my thoughts yeah. on this whole big sean situation what the fuck is that drake 
hell was that? He's but, uh, like, yeah, that's Drake. Uh, goddamn podcast. Just that you hate Kendrick. It's okay. It's okay. Man, end this I, podcast. I literally just did say I didn't hate that nigga. I love Kendrick. I Taco just don't put him on a pedestal. Taco hates the music, so I'm not trying to hear that nigga at that's all. Y'all are making this seem like if Big Sean and Kendrick start going back and forth, y'all wouldn't be interested. Nah, I mean, really. I'm, I, y'all, I, y'all know if Kendrick diss yeah. Big Sean back, y'all would be talking about that shit all day. Oh yeah, okay hey, then. All right, that's all. I, I that's all I want niggas to admit is that it'd be an entertaining thing. Because Big Sean, no matter how much niggas say that he's bought whatever the fuck niggas say about Big Sean, he's still he's still a formidable a little bit opponent. Like he's still talked about in good rap. Like now, I didn't even care about Drake and Kanye. Like I don't, I don't like. I swear, I just oh, want these were, niggas. They were just being stupid. stupid. I mean, that, yeah, that was like nothing. Like, I mean, yeah. yeah I, I, I care less. But if Kendrick, if Kendrick dissed somebody, anybody, he would break Twitter. Yeah, I listen to all it. I'm trying to say. I listen to it. Yeah, but I'm not gonna be like, oh yeah. I well, hope they keep going. It's just always so corny to me. Man, yeah, I, I feel love like rap beef. I feel you. Drake Pusha T, Drake Meek Mill. That shit, that nigga dropped Charged Up and then Back to Back. That shit was probably the best music that dropped that year. And that was a good like, year for music. Up. Like, Drake Pusha and Meek Mill was cool because, like, actually good Not music char- came Back to Back. Not Charged Up. I'm just saying he uh, also dropped that. So I'll give it that. I'll give it that. When when good music comes from it, like they and they push, they pushing each other to, like, the upper echelon, okay, I, I respect that. Well, it's like some corny shit like fucking Tory Lanez and Jordan Lucas. Get that shit out of here, man, please. Yeah, nobody cares about that nigga. I'm just saying like if two, not, of course, Big Sean's not a GOAT, but if like if it was a Kendrick versus a J. Cole sparring with each other, of course, like obvious shots towards each other, it'd be a whole different story. Like, nigga, this nigga can be touched. And, you know, I just want people to realize that he can be touched. I'm not a Kendrick hater. I don't hate Kendrick music. I, I love Kendrick music. I just, he, I don't put him on a, above everybody else like that. Respect that, respect that, I suppose. All right, y'all. We need to get this on streaming services, so you know I can't make this shit an hour. You know, whenever we find something, you know, if you guys got any suggestions in the comment section, if y'all have something that can like let us upload longer videos than just an hour thirty, let us know. Um, even pushing hour forty, I might have to cut some out in the beginning. But um, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast today. We had a lot of fucking topics. We didn't even really get to dwell that deep into the Alec Baldwin thing, but um, we still talked about it a little bit. Um, I, I definitely had some stuff I had to say about it, but I guess we'll talk more about that. That's one of the cases that's going to last a while. So we're going to get a chance to keep talking about that for a while. But, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. This has been Jez. This has been Taco. This has been myself. Ah, what the? <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't, I don't what know. Was that? Who did that? Funny. Know, like two coyotes having what? sex. I don't know what the fuck that was. But, all right, y'all. This has been the Here and Now podcast. We will see you guys in the next one. Peace out, y'all. Uh, <laughs> hey, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs>